and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. I didn't realize that I was going to need a midsummer break, but uh, I should have because the last month has been so fun and wonderful and lovely and so, so, so busy. <laughs> so I missed a few weeks of recording, and um, but now I'm really happy to be back and to be able to tell you a little bit about my last few weeks because it has been really, really nice. Um, we have had our Christmas in July party. It was the first one we've ever done. And we had a whole bunch of family come up for, um, just a gathering. And it's the first time we've really been able to gather since the pandemic and my mom and her siblings and a bunch of cousins were here. And it was just so, so wonderful. And we all gathered together in the garden, which is our haven, of course. And it was just so wonderful to look around at all these like smiling faces and have everyone say that it's just been too long and it was so nice to all be together. Oh gosh, it was just so, so great. And we had the best time. And in the run up to it, we had a really busy dynamic and fun time as well because Ponch, the brother of my heart, is back home for a little bit and he came in a few weeks before the party and we all got busy doing um, garden projects and working on cleaning things up and all that kind of stuff that we love to do. I don't know if you um, listened to the episode a few weeks ago where I did the tour of the garden, but I talk more about how we all built these gardens together a few years ago. So it was really, really so fun to have him home and it is so fun to have him home and be doing these uh, projects together again. And then the week before the party, my aunties came and my Aunt Jan and Aunt Mo are just like the loveliest, loveliest people. And they came and we spent just lots of time getting things ready. And then they stayed um, several days after the party too, so we could kind of relax together a bit. But um, it just it was so, so nice and we had such a wonderful time together and um, just lovely. And this episode is about family and, you know, family is really complicated and I wanted to start out with nice stories about family because I have had the interesting opportunity in this lifetime to observe both like super toxic and super destructive family as well as extremely supportive and entirely lovely family. And because of the former... I've also made choices around family, what it means to me, who truly belongs to me in the way of family, and who is really the family of my heart. And so it's because of those toxic experiences that I am, I think, as as grateful as I am for the people who I got to see this last month and and the people who I didn't get to see either because I have a whole bunch of family 
both that I'm biologically related to and the family of my heart who I'm not biologically related to. And I've been extremely blessed in these ways. But I think that I'm grateful for the people who weren't so great because I appreciate those who are so much more as a result than I ever could have if it was just like, if if just the lovely was the only normal I knew, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, just, it's been really nice to, to be around all that. With all that love still in my heart from such wonderful experiences with such wonderful people, um, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the other without dwelling on the parts that aren't so lovely and definitely without naming names. <laughs> These people, I will say, have been some of my greatest teachers in this life. And for that, I am incredibly grateful. And I place them in the hands of Archangel Michael and ask that they be surrounded in perfect blessings and perfect healing. And I have known and I'm related by blood to some people who are so toxic. And because of them, I have an appreciation and a gratitude for those whose love has been such a stable and steady presence in my life. It's so hard when you experience toxicity in your family, especially in childhood, to recognize that it isn't just how it is and you're not required to continue putting yourself in the crosshairs because these are your relatives. It's for each person to determine whether the people in their lives are meant to be there. And sometimes it's imperative we take steps to create for ourselves a space of healing and love. I think about unconditional love a lot and have asked the light to help me reconcile within what it means to love someone unconditionally that you can't have in your life. Because that seemed contradictory to me at a certain point. But the light has repeatedly shown me that unconditional love does not require us to endure abuse or to enable destructive and toxic behavior. So I always like to share tools, of course, and so I'd like to share some tools that have helped me in my life because uh, these family relationships, and you know what, it's not just family. I will say like some close friendships, definitely, definitely some romantic relationships <laughs> are so dynamic and deep-seated and a lot of them have roots in like in our very cells. And so all of that needs to be addressed on a lot of different levels. So I am going to mention one person by name because he's no longer here. And I feel like because of everything we went through together and learned, to do so is honoring um, a part of him, not tearing him down. So my father was a difficult man. He was so toxic and so destructive and so incapable of loving those of us who loved him. Over my life with him, and thanks to some help from some wonderful therapists, I began to understand that what I'd experienced wasn't a normal, healthy family relationship. It took years of unpacking, and I finally got to a point where I needed to start sorting some of the things out energetically as well. This was my first real experience with cutting cords, and I talk about cutting cords a lot, so bear with me if you've heard this before. I just think it's one of the most effective and most important forms of spiritual hygiene and self-care that we can employ. So what I do when I cut cords is I ask Archangel Michael 
to cut any and all cords on every level, dimension, plane, existence, in all lifetimes and all timelines. And then I ask that any and all places and spaces on every level, dimension, plane, existence, in all lifetimes and timelines be filled back in with rose-colored and golden-white light. Because uh, nature abhors a vacuum and all of that, so you have to fill back in those places and spaces that held those cords and make sure that you're not leaving an empty space because something will move in. So to return to the example of my dad, because you have to keep repeating this process over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Cutting cords with him took months, if not years, because there was so many there were so many cords and the receptors that the cords hooked into were buried so deep in my energy system. But each time you cut those cords and then fill those spaces back in, it heals those receptors and there are less and less places and spaces for those cords to plug back in. By the time my dad was dying, I was able to set aside my own stuff and help him transition. And this helped us heal all of the karma and the remaining connections we had from this lifetime and others before. So it was really, really good that I did that work so that we could close out all of those energetic interactions before he passed and as he was passing. Sometimes doing this kind of healing work will bring people back together or create an opening for new and healthier relationships to emerge. And that's great. And sometimes we end up just having to say goodbye to people. And that can be really, really, really hard. At the end of another set of relationships, <laughs> I, when I was being attacked pretty aggressively, I found that continuing to focus on being a vessel of divine light, channeling divine light, and filling myself completely with divine light helped me walk through some pretty tricky situations unscathed. It was really challenging Because the thing about toxic family situations is they know exactly how and where to hit so it hurts the most. (laughs) And I found within a deeper understanding of who I truly am so that I could recognize any projections that were being sent my way for what they were and to stand strong in my own sense of self. By focusing on the divine light as well, it helped reinforce my field so that these attacking energies had nowhere to land. Generally speaking, when you're dealing with toxic energies from people, you can also visualize yourself in a bubble of light that has a reflective surface on the outside. This mirror will bounce things right back to sender before the energies can even get to you. And here's the thing about returning to sender. Those are their energies and they are responsible for them and need to be held accountable for them. Not held accountable. I want to clarify that because we're not holding anyone accountable. People need to be accountable for their own energies. So, and that that goes into my next point, is that finding a neutrality within around this functionality helps too. Because if we're extremely emotionally involved in the idea that we're being attacked, sometimes we can get off balance and then... um, create more cords and more connections that way. So I've also found that asking Archangel Michael to do this reflective work for me is really helpful as well. This helps prevent further establishment of those connections and cords that happen when we feel too many feelings about what's happening. 
And might I mention one more time that therapy is such a great tool because a lot of these family connections are from before we can even remember. These energies can be almost impossible to sort out on our own. So talk therapy is such an incredible resource for sorting through some of these things and gaining more clarity around how we feel and why we feel. So I've also found that guidance from the light and Archangel Michael in particular can be really helpful too, especially since a lot of these relationships cycle back through so many different lifetimes and sorting through the energies can be more involved than just dealing with the psychological bits. So if you're interested in scheduling a reading, you can always get in touch through my website, which is thedavidconnection.com. And I also talk a lot about some of my own sorting processes that I've done in my book, which is called The Journal of a Spiritual Seeker. And it's also uh, can be found on the website. And that, that book also has a lot of exercises in it and journal prompts and stuff like that to help you work through stuff. Um, I've also found some really great, uh, I've had some really great healing experiences with things like somatic experiencing and um, the mind-body connections. So that's another great resource for healing the trauma that is stored in our cells because sometimes that can't be accessed through the mind or through talking or even through some of these, like some of this energy work. Sometimes it needs to go into like the more um, animal, cellular, molecular parts of us. And so um, the work of Dr. Peter Levine, I found really, really helpful in that way. So anyways, I wish this was just like a nice, happy episode about nice, happy family time. But I have found that the most important lessons in life all seem to come through the hardest suffering. And so some of these people that we choose to incarnate into these close relationships with in life can cause so very much suffering. But if we can remember the higher perspective that we are always learning and that we get to choose who we hold space with and how we do it, both in the physical and the energetic realms, it can help us weather the intense storms that our families sometimes bring. So I hope this finds you well. And I hope you're having a great week and that you're having a nice midsummer or mid fall, wherever you are on the planet. And that, um, yeah, whatever you're learning and growing through is happening in the most harmonious, balanced, and peaceful ways possible. So I will talk to you soon. <laughs>